Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter number 13 tonight. 2 Corinthians chapter number 13. Amen. Thankful for the words that Brother Greg preached this morning. Uh, and uh, tonight, I'm going to expound on that a little bit um, of what we need to be uh, ready for uh, and what we need to do to get ready for revival. Amen. Because Amen. I, I believe preparation for revival is just as important as the meeting. Amen. It's just as important. If, if you don't get ready for revival, we won't have revival. If you don't get right with God, we won't have a revival. Amen. It goes for everyone that's in the building tonight. So let's get ourselves ready. Second uh, Corinthians chapter number 13, we're going to start reading there verse number 1. And the Bible says, This is the third time I am coming to you. In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. I told you before and forward tell you as if I were present the second time and being absent now, I write to them which herefore have sinned and to all other that if I come again, I will not spare. Since ye seek a proof of Christ speaking in me, which to you word is not weak, but is mighty in you. For though he was crucified through weakness, yet he liveth by the power of God, for we also are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God toward you. Verse number 5, listen closely. Examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith, prove, yourself, prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates. But I trust that ye shall know that we are not reputates. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you for another time to be in thy house, Lord. I pray that you'd look over each and every one that's in the house, Lord God, and I just pray that you'd help us to get ready for the meeting that you have in line. And Lord, I just pray that you'd look over, once again, just help us, Lord God, to examine ourselves every day that we live, Lord, and just to be able to compare ourselves more to you. And Lord, I just pray as the message goes out, touch each and every heart, and thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen and amen. You may be seated. I'd like us to think for just a couple of minutes on examine yourself. Now we've got Paul here and most of us have read the book uh, 2 Corinthians. If you hadn't you're missing out. Amen. But if you don't know what's going on Paul here is being doubted. Amen. By the church. Now if you, if you know anything about Corinthians Paul was the one that kind of set this church up and got them going. Now Paul was the one that preached the doctrines of Jesus Christ. He was the one that led them in everything that was going on but there was some people there in the church house and they didn't quite understand what Paul was meaning by it and they started doubting what Paul had ever said and when they started doing that the church started going downhill but I thank God when a church goes downhill God will always step in amen and, and the more that all this was going on this church worldliness come in I mean people was doing things that Paul never dreamed of but you know what at the end of the day Paul told them you know what you need to do. You need to go and examine yourself. And what I've taught you, you need to compare yourself to a man named Jesus Christ. See what I'm saying tonight is we need to be examine ourselves. We need to set ourselves right beside Jesus and see exactly how we add up. Because see when Jesus said for you to do something praise God, He wasn't just blowing steam, praise God. He meant every word that He ever said. From Genesis to Revelation, the Word of God is true. And if He said to do it. Praise God, you ought to do it. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. You know what I found interesting about 2 Corinthians when I first started studying the book is how the leader talked to Paul. Amen. Talk how the leaders there of the church would talk to Paul. You know, that was kind of interesting. They kind of talked down to him, amen. They kind of acted like he was a nobody, amen. He didn't know what he was talking about. But you know what my Bible reads over in the book of Acts? That Paul had a one-on-one -on -one account with Jesus Christ. He saw him on the road to Damascus. And, Paul, and, and Jesus stopped Paul. And you know what I believe the church, no doubt about it, thought about his past and thought about what he used to do. But I thank God that Jesus never thought about that one time. Jesus went straight to him. Amen. 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 Jesus didn't just step around him. That's right. Jesus went straight to him. Amen. Amen. He didn't care. Amen. Yeah. Hey I mean, Paul, you just, you got to understand the life of Paul. Praise God. I guarantee you that if we come in contact with a, a person that murdered Christians, we'd be afraid to talk to them. Jesus I mean, what, right. what, what does Jesus fear anyway? Yeah, I mean, right. my goodness, what does he fear? But you know what? I believe as a whole tonight, as we're sitting here and I'm preaching this word, I just want you to examine yourself. If you've got something that you put aside, if you've got sin in your life, you need to get rid of it tonight, praise God. Hey, we're getting too close to the end, praise God. We've got to start getting right with God before it's everlasting too late. See, I believe we take our sin and we put it under the rug and we try to be examined. Amen. That's right. Amen. I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean tonight. I'm just telling you something. If we want to have a Holy Ghost filled revival, the quenching of the Spirit, praise God, needs to be. I mean, we can't quench that Spirit. Right. Amen. We can't quench it. If you want to have a Holy Ghost meeting in God, if you want the Holy Ghost just to fill this house, praise God, get rid of your sin. Amen. Examine yourself. Amen. That's right. 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter number 5, verse 19 quench not the Spirit. You know, I've always wondered why that was said. Praise God, when the Spirit of God's quenched, you go into a backslidden state. That's right. Amen. Amen. You go into a backslidden state. You can't even, you can't step one foot out in front of the other without ruining your reputation. That's right. Amen. And see, I, I'm going to tell you something. Hey, I believe no shadow of a doubt the reason we don't have meetings like the old timers used to have is because people don't repent of their sins no more. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. They want to live in it. That's they right. want to keep hold of it. It's a lot more than getting down here and saying, Lord, forgive me of this. And, and they turn around and go right back out there and do it. Praise God, right. something didn't take, amen. That's Something's right. wrong, praise God. But yeah. you know what? When you line yourself up to Jesus, amen. you realize how sorry you really are. That's right. Amen. 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 You know all these prosperity, or, that's a big word for a black hollow person, amen. All these preachers that just preach on their wealth. Amen. I could name them off one by one. And they've got their airplanes and they've got their fancy cars. And you know what? I was listening to an interview with one. A reporter caught him getting into his car. 
saved, I thought that I was just good. I thought I was a good person. Amen. I really did. I thought I was a good person. You know, I thought I'd done that right. I thought I'd done that right. And when I got saved, boy, was it a slap in the face. Amen. I started reading the Word of God and I realized just how perfect that man named Jesus really was. And I started realizing that I've got a lot that I've got to work on in my life. And see, it's the same way today. The more we read this Word of God, the more we realize how much we need Him. Amen. And how much of that Spirit that we need. That's right, brother. Amen. 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 I hear this. I've heard this before in revival meetings. And I, I say it pretty regular. I say, Christians don't quench your spirit. Before we get to a Bible meeting, let's pray. Let's make it right with God. Praise God. And I promise you, we'll have a meeting. If we can all get together one mind, one accord, praise God, we'll have a revival meeting. Amen. That's right. And this is what they say. But when the sinner comes in, don't that quench the spirit? No. I got that spirit when I got born in that's right. I've got it when I got born again. I didn't get it because I was a preacher. I didn't get it because of none of that. I got it because I said, Lord, save me. Everything that you get, 
put it in the Lord's treasure. Don't take nothing for yourself. Praise God, put it in the Lord's treasure. Amen. One man named Achan. Right. Didn't do something. Right. He decided, well, you know what? I'm smarter than everybody else. Praise God, if I take this, I'll just put it under my tent and nobody will ever know. Well, I just hide it, amen. I'll put on a suit and tie, praise God, and I'll go down to the meeting house, and I'll praise God. I'll say amen. I'll hide it. Amen. Next thing you know, children of Israel marched into a little town, the battle of Ai. Little bitty thing. I mean, I'm sure everybody there thought, well, we'll just take this with flying colors. And they lost. Why? There's sin in the camp. Why? Because of one person. One person hindering what God wanted them to do. Amen. That's all it takes, folks. That's all it takes. And see, what I'm telling you is, when you examine yourself, when you say, hey, Lord, I need to change, that's when revival starts to take place. That's when the Lord can start working in your life. When you realize that you've got to have Him. When you realize that, hey, you are nothing without Him. That's when revival happens. I'm going to tell you something. Without Jesus, I'd be a drunk. I'd be a fornicator. I'd be everything that the sin has to offer. I'd be that. But because I got born again and I started examining myself to a perfect man. Amen. Praise God, I've been able to live right ever since. Amen. Praise God, there's no doubt about it. Every single one of us backslides on the Lord. Right. Every one of us. Don't sit there and think, don't sit there and be a Pharisee. Right. Amen. Think I'm better than everybody, praise right. God, because you Amen. ain't. You right. ain't. If you think that you're the number one person, praise God, you need to examine yourself. That's right. Amen. See, I find that when Jesus performed his miracles, he didn't walk in there and he didn't start bragging. Right. He didn't go into the temple and say, Guess what I done? Right. <laughs> I just healed a man down yonder. I just fed some people with five barley loaves and two fishes. Right. Amen. He didn't do that. Right. right. But he gave it all to God. Now that's a beating you'll never forget. 
Looking, looking now at verse uh, number 5 again. Uh, examine yourselves whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Yeah. Know ye not your own selves how that Jesus Christ is in you except ye be reprobates. I think too many times, let's look at the word reprobate for a minute. Big word for a black collar person. Hey, man, I'm getting, I'm getting good at this. Amen. Praise God. His brother Greg says, if I keep preaching like that, I may be a preacher one day. Amen. yourself if you've got garbage piled up sin piled up things that you need to get rid of you come and get rid of it don't walk through the doors and quench the Holy Ghost of God don't do it you know I'd like to know how many times and I can give you a good example of it but if I've done that I'd probably be marched down the church amen but I can give you a good example, praise God. There was somebody one time at a church I went to and they were under conviction and there was a church being split up and there was so much bickering in the church and so much arguing in the church that the person that sat back there crying, I'm sure they looked at themselves and said, why do I need to be a part of this? 
but yet Christians divide. Right. Hey, man, can't get alone. The man right. of God steps on her clothes. Right. Hey, he's got the piano. They've got to have just one person play it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've seen that. Hey, Amen. Stupid stuff. <laughs> you got that right, brother. Amen. I love what you said this morning. If the Lord was to write a letter to Shiloh, what would it read? Uh-huh. If the Lord was to write a letter to all the churches around here, what would it read? Uh-huh. I guarantee the number one thing is examine yourself. That's right. You need to find yourself approved. Amen. You need to find yourself clean from your sins. Amen. Right. And live it right. I believe that. I believe Amen. that 100%. Yes, sir. Examine yourself. Uh-huh. You know, without a shadow of a doubt, I'll never 100% be like Jesus. Never. I'll never be able to do it. Never in my life. And, and, you know, he had to be the son of God to live the life he did. That's right. Had to. There's no other way you can live from now to the day you die a perfect life, and you'll still die a sinner. Amen. You'll still die a sinner because everything that happened in the garden, praise God, You know, the more I think about it, and the happier I get about it, that at any time Jesus could come back to get us. Amen. Any any certain time, we we might not make it to next Sunday night. We might not make it to next Sunday morning. We might not make it to Wednesday night before the Lord comes back to get us. And you know what? There's a lot of people out in the world, and they examine themselves to their neighbors, they examine themselves to their co-workers. They examine themselves to the world. Amen. And they try to compare themselves to where they fit. Amen. Praise God, I don't care. I want to be found in the church of God. Amen. I want to be found right with Jesus. Amen. At the end of the day, when the Lord calls me home, I want to be able for people to see that He examined Himself and He tried to live the best He could for Him. You're living your funeral right now, amen. You're preaching your own sermon as you live. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to tell you, always, you look at what's going on today. I know I say this every time, and I promise you, I'll get over it one day. Amen. I'm just learning, folks. <laughs> amen. You know, half the country is always on fire, it seems like. You ever notice that? You ever notice how California's always got their problems? Uh-huh. Praise God, I can't even spray MH30 over there. It may cause cancer. Amen. I can't do nothing over yonder. But you know what? It's nothing but sin. Uh-huh. And they wonder why they're always on fire. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I was thinking about that when I yes, did this today. Judgment, brother. You look at all that's went on in that part of the country. Pornography running rampant. Right. Prostitution running rampant. Right. You name it, praise God, they got it. Amen. The only thing you right. got to do is go ask for it. Right. Amen. You'll find it. Right. And you know what I thought to myself? If me and Brother Brad was to go out on the streets, praise God, one night about 2 o'clock in the morning, and we preached the same message that we preached here at Shiloh, the Free Will Baptist Church, and if we found ourselves right with God, we'd see people saved. Amen. If we got there and we preached the same gospel that we preach here over yonder, we'd see people saved. We'd see people converted. 
man, right. yeah. it may not be good for me. It'd be a culture shock, but we'll go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God, Jesus would have done it. Amen. Yes. yes. Jesus would have done it. Jesus would have worked, walked in to the worst church that we can find. Praise God. Mm-hmm. That teaches everything's right. He would have walked around in there and he'd preach the same gospel. Amen. He'd preach on the streets. Yep. Amen. Secondly, I just want to bring this up, and I'm going to close. Amen. Bless you, Lord. I thought about the woman sitting at the well when Jesus come by, the Samaritan woman. Right. The Jewish people would have had nothing to do with that woman. No. Nothing. Uh-huh. Amen. Uh-huh. They'd look at her. She was the scum of the earth, amen. I mean, they wouldn't have said a word to her. They would have walked right on by. Right. But Jesus did. He looked at her and said, woman, give me a drink. She didn't understand that. What did Jesus say? You know what? I, I'm putting black collar terms, amen. You know what? If you just asked for it, I'd give you everlasting life. Yeah. Yeah. What did she say? I'm a Samaritan woman, though. Right. Praise God, I'm sure Jesus, in black hollered terms, I don't care what you are, friend. Yeah. Right. You're my sister. Right. Hey, man, you've got to be saved. Right. Praise God, you've got to examine yourself. That's right. And what did Jesus do? Asked her about her husbands. She had five husbands. Right. Jesus didn't look at her and say, you're terrible. Jesus didn't look at her and say, you need to go on your own way. You'll never be able to make it into the house of God. He forgave her of her sins. When you examine yourself, you'll forgive people of their sins. When you examine yourself, you'll forgive people of what they've done to you. Praise God. I'm going to tell you something. It's a glorious thing to be able to walk and to be around people that you can forgive and not have to worry about it no more. Amen. But how many times do we come in the church house and there's a grudge in the church that hinders the Holy Ghost of God. Amen. Amen. Let's get rid of it tonight. Amen. Let's get rid of it tonight. That's all I ask. If you want to see people saved, if you want to see God move, now's the time. Amen. Now's the time. Praise God. I'm going to tell you, if we would humble ourselves and pray, right. God would heal our lands. Amen. But what are we doing? We're not praying as much no more. We're not praying for our lost loved ones no more. We'd rather sit back and judge them and say, you know what? They'll never make it to heaven. Amen. 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 How many times do we see people out on the streets and we think to ourselves, or just somebody we know, they'll never make it to God. How many times? I know we have before. How foolish. How foolish we are when the Holy Ghost of God calls and it gets on to somebody. And praise God, I'm going to tell you something. It's something you'll never be able to get rid of. I don't care what people say. I can, the time I got born again, praise God, I can still remember it. I can still, I mean, oh my goodness, when I come up to the altar and I say, Lord, forgive me, I need you. Praise God, that's when I started examining myself. Praise God, that's when, there's no doubt about it, I went on a honeymoon, praise God, with Jesus. Amen. When I started getting into the Word of God, though, and I started seeing how perfect He was, and I started seeing how great He was, and I 
on your knees and pray to God. Amen. This book I hold in my hand, folks, is the way. It's the way. And it's time for us as Christians to step up. Amen. Step out of the sin. Right. Step out of the old things. I'm going to tell you something. Today. You know what you did? There's no doubt about it. Every single one of us has failed and come short to the glory That's of God. Right. That's right. Right. Every single one of us. But I want to tell you what. I don't know about you, but when I stepped out of line, God showed me that I did. And praise God, I wanted to get back in line. Amen. Every single one of them. 